Tired of being censored on social media? Tired of being silenced and shamed for your views by cancel culture? Tired of only hearing one side of the story? Then welcome to your new happy place. You are listening to Left Out with Will and Laura. All right, we are back here with Left Out with Will and Laura. We decided to go on a Monday night. Facebook has been having some issues lately. I know it's not Facebook on my has, Facebook has lots of issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the thing is, is that they're, they're spending all of their energy trying to block this Hunter Biden story, no matter what the cost. Oh, and, my uh, that's, word. That's and, been and quite interesting. And I really feel like we, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, like, like we're only seeing just a fraction of the junk and the horrific stuff that's on that laptop. Oh yeah, and more yeah. is going to come out as the days unfold. It's now, just crazy. Now, there's one source that this guy is not a conspiracy theorist or anything else, and he's always he's always been above board. He's been on Fox News many different times and whatnot. Um, and I can't even remember the, his name off the tip of my tongue here, but um, he has information. And I've heard this from other sources, too, where on this laptop, there is a video of him uh, raping children oh. uh, for the most part. So, uh, you know, this is a sick individual. And who, who was the source of that? Because I heard that on Dan um, Bon. Bon, I always get his last name. Bon Dan Bongino. Yeah, he was talking about that today, too. And he was just talking about. Um, pornography, child pornography. Right. Um, I didn't hear that he'd actually engaged in abuse himself. Yes, that was there was Wayne Allen Root, okay. and this guy's been in media circles, and he has oh, his own sick. website. And uh, yeah, so sick. Like, what is yep. the most horrendous thing you could possibly find on that laptop? And that would be it. Yep. Worse than quid pro quo. Worse than making millions off the backs of taxpayers is doing that to children. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so there's blackmail involved in this, too. And so, the, you know, you really have to. And, and the also and the big thing is, is that the connection that connects it to Joe Biden is very, very clear um, for sure. And I think the, the, the one person who made that super clear uh, would have had to been Rudy Giuliani. Right, right. And, and uh, that's um, what he has to show is, uh, is pretty shocking here for sure. And Dan Bongino, too, was saying that the Biden family now, the Biden crime family, they're active national security threat. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So not only should he not be running for president, but he needs to be behind bars because he's a national security threat to our country, to every single person in this country. And Rudy Giuliani laid out the case in the latest video. This goes on for about 16 minutes, and usually we try to play a small bit of different different pieces just for the sake of time. But I thought this was something that I think everybody's going to see the whole thing for this. So it's good from start to finish. Yeah. So let me go ahead and uh, get this here. We got the video here for you to play. Okay. Hello, this is Rudy Giuliani with a special edition of Rudy's Common Sense. This is a um, document that you will not see anywhere at this point. If you want to view it with me as I'm discussing it with you, go to rudyscommonsense.com where it's posted. And the reason I'm doing it this way is because there will be every effort to censor, block, mm -hmm. stop you from hearing this information from the social media, from the Democrats, and tragically, yeah. from most of your networks that have, uh, for over two years, been covering up crimes at the highest levels of several governments. The one I'm gonna talk about right now is at the highest levels of the United States and Ukrainian government, in future days, you will see texts, emails, and photos that demonstrate crimes committed by the Biden crime family mm. in China, probably most of all, Russia, and several other countries. But in seeing these, you're going to wonder, you know, how was the money distributed? What happened to all these millions and millions and millions of dollars mm -hmm. that went from the crookedest man in Ukraine to Hunter Biden, who at the time was not just a recovering uh, crack addict, but a crack addict, a um, actual crack addict. Full blown. Or uh, the vast amount of money that went from China to 
to Hunter Biden when he was also suffering from being a, I don't know how to describe it. It's unfortunate that he has this, 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 this thing, but it's also unfortunate that his father put him in the positions he put him in. And uh, China, of course, has all of the photos that we have, which means he is a really massive national security threat to the United States. Since his father lies about all of this, uh, it's an easy area of extortion and should have been discovered by the Trump, but not before, before the Trump administration, by the uh, Obama-Biden administration. Well, in fact, when you see these texts yep. and when you see these photos, you're going to say to yourself, do we have a national security service? And if they don't have them, why don't they have them? Mm-hmm. Because we know that China and Russia has them, or they really wouldn't be much of a worthwhile adversary, would they? When you see these, what you're going to see in summary, and this is just a summary, are the following. Every time Joe Biden was named point man by Barack Obama, Joe Biden negotiated for the United States. Each time he negotiated, he failed. Each time he negotiated, the Biden crime family got millions of dollars mm. from that country. Lock him up. In Iraq, which was the first one, his brother James, who for many, many years had been running an illegal lobbying operation in which money was going to James and James was using it in part for James and in part for Joe. James got into the big time. James went ahead and got into a housing contract in Iraq. When Joe was the point man in Iraq, approximately one-third of a $1.5 billion contract. Like Hunter, James had no experience at all in housing. He just got into a $1.5 billion contract. In Ukraine, as you know, Hunter Biden was hired by the crookedest man in Ukraine for approximately anywhere from 8 to $14 million, some of it laundered, documents that show that. <laughs> and the uh, question is, why did Joe Biden lie about it? The New York Post, in its front page, uh, demonstrates with a text from Hunter Biden that Joe Biden was fully aware of Burisma and has been lying about that for seven years. That's a lot of lying. That only happens you commit a crime. And Joe Biden certainly committed a crime because some of that money from Ukraine, illegal money for bribes, went to Joe Biden. And finally, for now, China. China has so many different transactions. It's going to take a couple of days, if not a week, for us to sort all through them. But we have them. And basically, this is money that goes to Hunter Biden, James Biden, Sarah Biden, and the Biden family, otherwise known as the Biden crime family. (laughs) Now, you're going to want to know what is the scheme that they use for distributing the money. Right. Well, there just so happens to be a uh, text. The text is in in the uh, hard drive of Hunter Biden, and it is from Hunter Biden to Naomi Biden uh, discussing money. But in it, he uh, makes a very big mistake. He explains the distribution scheme that the Biden crime family has had for years. It reads as follows. And again, you can see it. You can see it on my uh, on my website. It reads. This is from Hunter to Naomi Biden. I love you all, but I don't receive any respect. And that's fine, I guess. Works for you, apparently. I hope you all can do what I did and pay for everything for this entire family from 30 years or for 30 years. Why was he paying for everything for the family? Because he was getting the money and they were keeping it from Joe, so he wouldn't have to report it. But he mm-hmm. paid, for example, his, his half-sister's entire college education. Creepy. Paid for a lot more things. In fact, in his own words, paid for everything. But then it goes on to say, because the boss, remember the godfather, the boss has to uh, wet his beak. The boss has got to get his money. The boss here is Pop. It's really hard, but don't worry. Unlike Pop, that's one of the names for Joe Biden, Democrat candidate for the United States uh, presidency. I won't make you give me half your salary. 
okay, left-wing press. What are you going to do with that? Nothing. That's, that's about as clear an admission yeah. of what I've been saying for two years as Russia you can get. Collusion. And here's what happened. Real simple. You can also see this. This is <laughs> Iraq, yeah. Ukraine, Russia, and China. Iraq. One-third of a $1.5 billion housing contract to a man who knew nothing about housing when Joe was named point man by Obama. Mm-hmm. So half of that went to Joe. The other half he kept and also used for the rest of the Biden crime family. Next one, Ukraine. Well, we know Ukraine. The crookedest man in Ukraine hires Hunter Biden, at the time a guy suffering from extremely serious drug addiction, mm -hmm. which we can prove. Don't want to have to prove it, but we can. No one would have hired him in the condition he was in. No one. He had been thrown out of the military. There's no way he would have been hired for $2, much less $8 million. Half that $8 million goes to Pop, Pop, the boss. The other half stays with Hunter, and he uses some of it to support the family where he was paying for everything. Mm. Then we get Russia. Russia's a bit of a mystery. We have a $3.5 million payment from the widow, wife, then widow, of the mayor of Moscow, close associate of Putin, $3.5 million going to Hunter. You can be sure some of that got to Pop, the boss of the family. But uh, remember, Joe Biden denied this in the debate with President Donald Trump. Yep. We still don't know what the $3.5 million was for. Believe me, if there was a good explanation, we would have heard it. And what good explanation could there be for getting $3.5 million from a good friend of Putin for whom the Democrats, including Biden, tortured? President Trump, mm -hmm. for three and a half years of a phony, fraudulent, concocted investigation. And lo and behold, they're the ones getting money from Russia. Gosh, if that doesn't make you angry, mm -hmm. doesn't, doesn't, doesn't get to your sense of justice and injustice. Mm -hmm. It does mine. And then finally, we got the payoff of all, China. China, as I said, too many transactions for me to summarize them. Um, the $1.5 billion commitment to the private equity fund that was owned by Hunter Biden, John Kerry's stepson, and Whitey Bulger's nephew. I said Whitey Bulger's nephew. For those of you who don't know who Whitey Bulger was, he was one of the most notorious organized criminals of maybe the last 30 or 40 years. What is Hunter Biden doing in business with him? In fact, Hunter Biden has been in business with some of the biggest crooks in the world, including in China, Ukraine, and the United States. That's the Biden crime family. So we have that going to Hunter, half back to the boss, some of it used to pay for the family. Mm -hmm. And then we have just found numerous other transactions involving Hunter Biden that we are going through. One involves a million, another involves 10 million. And one of them involves all three of them. It involves the whole Biden crime family, unless we're missing a few. James, Hunter, Sarah, all get big money from China. You're going to see it in the text, not making it up. So what does this all amount to? This all amounts to numerous federal crimes, the highest levels of our government, clearly should be prosecuted, been covered up for two and a half years. Justice Department, in the person of the United States Attorney in the Southern District of New York, had this evidence back in October, November 2019, where he had some of this evidence brought to him by a well-respected lawyer on behalf of four or five Ukrainians. He chose not to investigate it, but instead to open the phony investigations of a lot of people, including, I'm told, a phony investigation of me which has never resulted in anything except to try to intimidate me. Mm -hmm. They don't. Uh, also, I delivered these facts, or many of them, in an outline to the State Department in uh, early, mid-2020, March 2020. Ignored, no one investigated. 
I delivered these facts at the request of the attorney general to the United States attorney in a district that I'm not allowed to identify. He's interviewed one witness, really a meaningless witness, and done nothing. And uh, the hard drive at the core of this was delivered to the FBI at or about the same time. And the FBI has conducted no, zero investigation of it. Very, very similar to the way in which they buried the note from Brennan to Obama saying that basically the Russian collusion was a Hillary plot. And, uh, and it was done to cover up her crimes with regard to her emails. Much as they covered that up for four years, they covered this up. So we got two problems here. We got a man running for the presidency of the United States who's a cold, stole, who's a cold stone crook. Yes. Big time crook, multi-million dollar crook with a whole family supporting it. And we got real problems inside our government. Yeah, we do. Right. First of all, all these photos of Hunter Biden should be in the possession of our intelligence agencies because every single one of them can be used to extort Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and others. The Chinese have these photos. The Russians have these photos and probably even friendly governments have them. Ready to extort the heck out of a guy who's easily extorted, right. Joe Biden. Yep. If the Obama administration didn't have these, then they were covering up for Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. Second, Obama kept appointing him point man. He kept getting millions for his family. Why did Obama never stop it? He knew. Actually, he was, was it suspected it. and written in the newspapers. Why didn't Obama stop it? Or did he know about it? I'm sure he did. Not, not, not just such a crazy question when you consider that there's a very similar scheme on the part of the Clintons to right. sell the office They're of Secretary of State. And finally, just how often has he lied and made a fool out of you? And just how bad is our media mm -hmm. having covered it up? Absolutely. Doesn't just have to be fixed. Of course, it has to be fixed. Really? Really? He doesn't deserve to be a candidate of the Democrat Party. The Democratic Party is better than Joe Biden. And he it's better than to be walking free. And it's better than the thieves who presently run it. Nope. Most Democrats are decent people. They're good people. They're honest people. I was a Democrat once, and I hate to say it this way because it's always used as a cliche, but some of my best friends are Democrats, and a lot more were, because a lot of them have gotten crazy on the subject of Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you why this is covered up, because there's a hatred that's gone abroad in this land. It's a hatred of Donald Trump. You know who that hatred damages more than anything else? You. person who has it. Yep. I've seen hatred right up close. And what it does is it blunts your conscience, destroys your reason, and it makes you justify things that would otherwise be illegal and immoral in the mm -hmm. name of I'm saving the country. Mm -hmm. You're not saving the country. You're destroying this country. The truth saves this country. The truth is that Joe Biden is a crook, yep. has been for years. And why are you so surprised? If a man starts off by plagiarizing in law school, cheats his way through law school, plagiarizes the first time he runs for president. Is it possible he's a fundamentally dishonest man? Well, it turns out he is. Thank you very much. Please take this very seriously. Share it with your friends. Before you vote, everyone should listen to this and also go to rudyscommonsense.com and go through episodes. I believe it's one, two, eight, and then... Oh, it's one through seven and eight through 11. Listen to them. You don't have to rely on me. You can see the witnesses. You can see the documents. And what you can say to yourself is no one from your government has ever interviewed any of these people. And before you can say they're not telling the truth, don't you have to interview them? Mm -hmm. I've been in this business a long time. This is the biggest cover-up I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's the biggest government scandal I've ever heard of. Thank you. We'll see you very soon. All right. There you go. One and only Rudy Giuliani. Um, it boils my blood. Yeah. It's so heinous. Mm -hmm. It's hard to believe that it's even happening. I mean, I feel like I'm in like a Born Identity movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it yeah. doesn't feel real. It feels like it's some kind of thriller. Right. Well, you know, the thing is, is that um, I think we're fortunate to have somebody close to Trump like Rudy Giuliani as opposed to the mealy mouth, weak Republicans that don't want to do anything. Right. And that are more interested in um, keeping peace 
in Washington and Rudy's D.C. The guy, yeah. he knows how to clean up, clean up crime and crime families. He's he's cleaned up New York, New York City. Absolutely, he's the one who's ta- he's the number one person who's responsible for taking down the mob. Right, and if people understand. What happened before he came in, there's just a lot of politicians who didn't want to touch the mob because they got favors. Right. Kickbacks. Um, Yanni just uh, totally upset that apple cart and, and turned it upside down. So, you know, and the funny thing is, is that there's all, a whole bunch of people on the left that think Rudy Giuliani is just too old and he's kind of a bumbling old man and he doesn't know what he's doing. He's he just smart. likes just like they, they don't, they underestimate him. He's sharp he, as a tack. Yeah, and he's still the same guy that, um, you know, ran New York City during 9-11. He is the same guy that uh, took down the mob. Um, He's the same guy that cleaned up New York City. Right. um, And made it great again, right? So, yeah. Um, So, we're fortunate to have somebody like him. Here's the thing, though. They keep getting away with it. And I don't care what you say. Obama knew and Obama was in on it. Because there's no way you can send, you keep sending the same person, Biden, and he keeps failing time and time again, and you can't go, oh, I didn't know he was getting kickbacks. I didn't know he was getting paid millions to give that country what they wanted. He absolutely knew. He absolutely, this is going to link back to him. I know it is. There's no way you can't know. Well, I mean, you know, the only you reason- You can't fail why, that many times. The only reason why Hunter Biden was in that position was because- Joe Biden was the vice president of the United States. Absolutely. And, they, and, and all these crooked countries wanted access and favors. And that was the price they'd pay for those access and favors. Right. Um, but, you know, the big part of it, there's blackmail involved. And Wayne Allen Root, who came out and mentioned that he has intelligence, and I think you were mentioning too, Dan Bongino, mm-hmm. has the same sources. Right. He was talking about the fact that in the next um, week or so, we're going to see more come out, um, the contents of the laptop, including child pornography. And you, you mentioned child sex abuse, sex trafficking, all the things that he was linked to. And quid pro, quid pro quo was the least of his concerns. When this comes out, I mean, and, and I've, I personally, just as just my own opinion, Joe Biden is creepy. I've thought he's, he's had child tendencies for a long time just the way he sniffs hair and has a have a has a fondness for young children it's creepy yeah yeah the whole family is creepy now i think this whole biden episode and what's on this laptop is further evidence of why he was acting that way okay so i woke up in the middle of the night going okay what are the chances hunter's going to get suicided before the end of the week oh yeah this is Seriously, you know that would what I mean? take care. That would take care of a lot of problems, wouldn't it? Just like Epstein. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm oh, just there's already saying. hashtag. Everybody's using the hashtag. Uh, Biden didn't kill him. No, uh, Hunter didn't kill himself, right? It, people already doing that. Oh yeah, it's it started up. Oh yeah. I, I woke uh, up last night going, yeah, Joe Joe Biden has already proven that lying and taking care of himself and making money is more important than anything else in the world, and I think that includes his own family, his own children. Yeah. He would absolutely throw Hunter under the bus. I mean, I mean, he's a crack addict. So, of course. So, of course, we're going to dissociate ourselves and push him as far away from the family as possible. And if he ends up getting suicided, oh, well, you know, he did have a really bad drug addiction. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you can see how this is going to play out. Sure. Sure. And they'll, they'll, if, if he does suicide himself, it will, you're right. They'll just, what an easy out right there. Well, right. he's on drugs. He overdosed. You know, it's, yeah. it's, 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 he's been dealing with that for years. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of where we are here with Hunter Biden. And, you know, Trump is just going to take this and run with this. He already is on the campaign trail. He's everywhere. You had a great video. Facebook is weird. I do. I'm going to tell you right now, Facebook is weird, weird, weird. There's something going on. Tonight. I know anytime somebody <laughs> posts something about Biden's or the hunt or Hunter Biden, it's slow. It doesn't reach anybody. Mm-hmm. Nobody sees it. There's all kinds of shadow banning going on. And I think, I think what it's done, it's kind of this turned the platform upside down. Here you go. Uh, let me go ahead and share this uh, real quick. And yeah, but the more you tell people they can't know something or they can't hear something, the more they're going to dig oh, it out yeah. and find alternate sources. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of right before all the news about Monica Lewinsky. Oh, my goodness. Hit. And the media, we didn't have Facebook back then, right? You right, remember right. that. But you just had the typical media, and there was just one 
purse reporter covering up another. And, and the more they covered it up, the more momentum the story got and the more legs the story got. Right, right. And it just, it's just snowballs. So and the fact that they're trying to stop it, they should not try to stop it. The, the best, if they really wanted to kill the story, they'd let it roll. Monica Lewinsky is <laughs> nothing compared to this. Oh, no, no, that, no, no. He got impeached over that. Yeah, that's right. Let's hear. Let's uh, let's take a look here. Campaign strategy seems to be to call Biden a criminal. Why is that? He is a criminal. He's a criminal. He got caught. Read his laptop. And you know who's a criminal? You're a criminal for not reporting yes, it. You are. you are a criminal for not reporting it. Let me tell you something. Joe Biden is a criminal, and he's been a criminal for a long time. And you're a criminal in the media for not reporting it. Good luck, everybody. Have a good time. Have a good time. Have a good time. <laughs> play that sound clip. Oh, man. Yeah, play that, buddy. Take that back to your news station. Thursday's going to be quite a debate. This is a debate Thursday. Soon so, gonna, and and supposedly, gonna be quite a debate. the moderator, I don't remember her name, but she's the most biased of all the moderators they've had thus far. Surprise, so, surprise. So why? Why does Trump keep putting himself in these situations with the Savannah Guthrie's and the Chris Wallace's? Why don't we get to pick? Why don't we get to pick one? Why don't we get to say, you know what? I want Dan Bongino. I want uh, Tucker Carlson. I want Sean Hannity. Why don't we get to pick a moderator? They're all so far out there. They are, but he uses it to his advantage and we want it. We, this is WWE. We want to see the SmackDown. We want to see the SmackDown. We want to see Trump smack I want to see Biden get nailed to the wall on all this corruption. I mean, the American people, like, honestly, if nothing happens and this just gets swept under the rug, I lose, we lose all faith. We lose all faith in our legislators, in the justice system. It's just, Hillary's gotten away with literally murder multiple murders and now this garbage with the biden family like we're done with it we need to see justice in order to restore faith in our system in our in in trump and in his administration and i love him you know i do but this needs to happen and not just talk about it i think what's going to happen too is things are reaching a boiling point which is very very good news i don't know if you i had a chance to sit down and catch most of the NBC sit-down that Trump had with Savannah Guthrie. And she brought up the director of the FBI and basically thrown it in his face. Well, you're a director of the FBI, doesn't have a problem with Antifa, blah, 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 blah. And he immediately said, well, he's not doing a very good job. And that's <laughs> a big sign. Because when he fired James Comey yep. and he replaced James Comey with this new guy, this new guy really didn't change much of, as far as what's going on. And, 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 I mean, as you heard Rudy Giuliani just say that the FBI has been holding on to us. They haven't done anything about it. They haven't done any investigations. They have done absolutely zero about it. So that tells you that we still have a lot of corruption in the government. And the problem that, uh, that's frustrating is that a lot of supporters, you know, you're automatically going to say, well, the buck stops here. Right. And you think of President Trump and he Mm -hmm. wants these people locked up. He wants these people in jail. He wants these people investigating. And a lot of times us, you know, are the typical voting public think in our minds that Trump has all this power. And he does because he has the highest office in the land. But the truth is he has to make the the FBI do the do what it needs to do. And he's and he's stuck with people, whether he chose them poorly or not. You know, I hate to say this, you know, and, and um, this would ruffle a lot of feathers, but I believe the person that, that uh, did the most good in government was JFK because he got Bobby Kennedy as his attorney general. And, uh, and Bobby Kennedy uh, spearheaded the mafia and, uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and, did a, and did a lot of huge things because he was family versus hiring a guy that's in D.C. that's a bureaucrat that's going to uh, get along, go along to get along and, and, and allow and allow um, all these, you know, uh, criminal public officials and elected officials to get away with murder. Literally. Right, right. Literally. So, literally. So, I mean, maybe, you know, I'd love to see him add some family members to the cabinet, right. to be honest with you, in the next term. So, so, so I'm sure you've noticed that the media's tactic with all this garbage coming out about Biden is they, they're not denying that these emails 
and texts are legitimate. Right. They're saying that it's a Russian disinformation campaign. <laughs> oh, they wish. Yes. They so, wish. so, but today um, on Fox News, National Intelligence um, Director uh, John Ratcliffe came out and said, "This absolutely, these absolutely are legitimate. This, there's no link to Russia on these." And he said, "And if and because because Adam Schiff was the one that came out and said, well, this is just a big, you know, Russia dis, disinformation campaign.' He says, well." If that was true, he would get that information from us, and we've given mm-hmm. them no such information, and that's absolutely 100% false. Right. So now that he blew that theory out of the water or that lie that they were trying to peddle, what's their next tactic going to be? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is huge. You can't hide from this. This is monumental. This is a tsunami. You want to play that Radcliffe cliff? How long does it go for? Is it worth playing, you think? You, I know um, you had the on, you had it on YouTube and you showed it Yeah, I think it it's me. only like six minutes. We can play it if you want. We can, yeah. I mean, what the heck? Let me just... <laughs> All right. That's a great voice. Yeah, uh, I've got a bunch of them. We need to touch on um, Governor Whitmer calling for President right. Trump's assassination. Oh, yeah, this is great. Yeah, I saw that. She's that's evil terrific. to the core. All right, well, we, we'll talk about Whitmer here. Yeah, so um, this uh, with, with Whitmer... So there's this video here. What is that little block that she has? Um, she had like, she had some kind of, she was doing a, an interview on Sunday and there's a plant in the background and just in front of the plant are these bubble numbers that say 8645. Yep. And I, I was a waitress. 86 means that's no longer on the menu. Like we're not offering that anymore. It's canceled. It's done. So that's mm-hmm. what 86 means. And then 45, obviously President Trump is our 45th president. Yep. So we're done. We're getting rid of 45. Now, it's interesting because Saul Alinsky, who wrote Rules for Radicals, one of his rules was make your opponents play by the same rules that they do. And that's exactly what Trump is doing here with uh, Whitmer here. He is making her play by the same exact rules that they play with us. Do you remember years ago when they were showing battleground states or whatever? And I think they had Sarah Palin on and she mm-hmm. was showing something, but they had like targets and it was showing targeted, you know, but you know, typical, typical English, right? Okay. You know, that we're, we're using that as a, as an analogy. Okay. Right. They're saying, well, that's, that's used as like a sniper trying to kill people you know, trying to assassinate Obama or some something really ridiculous, stupid. And, and so, you know, and they made a big deal about that, you know. So, you know, if you bring out a squirt gun, that must mean that um, your kid's playing with a squirt gun. That means that you must be training them to be uh, terrorists Assassins, or something. Snipers, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, no, I this, get it. now, here's the deal. We are, pl- we are, we are forcing them to bl- play by the same rules that they want us to play by. And, um, and this is good stuff. This is, this is fire for fire. How do you mean that? And that's that? actually what Trump is doing. So. How is he doing that with, with Whitmer? 86.45. 86.45. We're, we're, we're exploring this. What does that mean? Does that mean she wants to assassinate him? That's a very right. good question. Absolutely. And they're going to say, you know, they're going to say, oh, no, 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 no. That's just a, just a, uh, just a way of saying it. You're, you're blowing it out of proportion. Uh-huh. You're, you're overreacting is what they will say. Okay, and so- they, they've done that to us. Countless times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Countless times. Yeah, right, right. You know, no, and usually it. on stuff that doesn't matter. This stuff matters here. And here's the thing. He and his team are the ones that foiled the plan of the kidnapper to kidnap her. Yes. He should just backed off and said, do what you need to do, buddy. Just yeah. take her. Yeah. <laughs> he is all yours. Turn a blind eye. We uh, don't know anything about a kidnapping scheme. We know nothing about it. Oh, she's missing? Well, that's too bad. Yeah, and it shows the hypocrisy because at the same time she's sitting there, oh, you know, these are Trump's people and Trump is inciting them to, to want to kidnap me and hurt me or maybe kill me, right? And that's all, number one, all that's not true. They're all left-wing, crazy, Antifa folks right. that don't care right. who you are. Right. Uh, they're out to get everybody. And, then, and, you know, Trump has nothing to do with this. And so that's a total lie. But at the same time, um, she has, you know, she has her thoughts about She's doing she the feels. very thing yes. that she was accusing them yep. of doing. Yep. Absolutely. Even yeah. though Trump saved her bacon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Had his people yep. step in and put an end to this scheme to kidnap her. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Gratitude. Right. There you go. All right. So 
hey, there is a um, I could play I could play this for about um, about five minutes here if you'd like. Um, so somebody in our group shared this that's worth checking out. I was trying to post something this afternoon. Um, what was it about? It was about um, oh I can't remember now, but it would not post. It just kept spinning and spinning and spinning. Mm-hmm. And that yeah, this is five. Oh, it was about it was about how Biden's campaign manager sent a like a all hands on deck alert out to his team saying the polls are not accurate. It's a lot closer than you think. The Biden campaign manager. And I oh, tried yeah. to post that. I tried to share that in our group and it just spun and spun and spun. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, you would expect Trump's campaign manager to say that, but it wasn't Trump. It was Biden. Right. Right. Well, anyway, here, here's something that somebody posted. Um, and as we can, we could probably take a uh, we could probably take a, a detour here into COVID um, a little bit because there's, there is some news um, about what's going on here with uh, Dr. Fauci and also uh, President Trump. But I wanted to play this here, which I thought was pretty good. Let me go ahead and share this. I found it, by the way. Um, let me go ahead and uh, share this. And this goes on for an hour. We're going to play like three minutes of it. But just to give you an idea so people can reference that and go check it out because I think it's one of the strongest speeches I've he- heard uh, that really lays oh, out yeah. what's been going on by uh, Thomas Wood, who's mm-hmm. from the Mises Institute, which I believe is a libertarian group, uh, but they're really, really good on this. Here we go. Today, I'm going to talk to you about what's been going on in our country for over half a year now, not just in the United States, but around the world. Some of this we all know, but we've been getting, let's say, not the entire story for much of the time. And we've had to wait to hear additional experts chime in to say, wait a minute, maybe the first experts were all wrong. It's been hard to know exactly what to think and what numbers we ought to be looking at. And when it comes to this COVID-19, should we be looking at cases? Should we be looking at percent positive rates, hospitalizations, deaths? All kinds of numbers have been thrown at us, some with context, some without. So I'm going to spend a little time reviewing this and making a bit of a clarion call to enjoy human life the way it's meant to be enjoyed. Now, since March, we've experienced lockdowns and restrictions of various kinds, supposedly all in the name of science, you understand. If you don't support these things, you must hate science. That's the intellectual level of the conversation. We were told we need 15 days to flatten the curve. 15 days. I believe we're on day number 209 of 15 days to flatten the curve. The idea of flattening the curve, as you'll remember, remember the old days when the concern was we don't want to overwhelm the hospitals. We can't cure this thing, but at least we could get the hospitals in the condition they need to be in and allow them to be able to cope with reasonable numbers of people. Mm -hmm. And we would flatten out the number of hospitalizations and deaths over time so as to allow the hospitals to be able to cope with them rather than have everybody arriving at the hospital all at once. Okay. Then you started to see on social media all your friends saying the hospitals are overwhelmed. It was like a memo had gone out that the word we were all going to use was overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Your friends couldn't even be creative enough to come up with a different word. They all had the same word. The hospitals are overwhelmed Mm -hmm. because their other friend said, the hospitals are overwhelmed because the other friend said that. What actually happened was that in April alone, 1.4 million mm-hmm. jobs in healthcare were lost. Yep. Because far from being overwhelmed, the hospitals were mostly empty. Yep. As a matter of fact, in May, NPR ran a story with this headline about all those field hospitals that they built because of all the overflow that was supposedly going to happen. Headline, U.S. field hospitals stand down most without treating any COVID-19 patients. Hmm. What was going on here? The hospitals were never overwhelmed at any time, Mm -hmm. with the possible brief exception of New York City. In California, we begin to see how the goalposts begin to be changed. What they were worried about at the time they were telling us about flattening the curve was 30,000 hospitalizations. We really have to be careful about hitting that number. Mm -hmm. Current hospitalization number in California, as of this time, we're in October 2020, is 
just over 3,000, and they're still so panicked that they won't open anything. Although they'll open you know, a little tiny thing, and you have to put your mask on in between bites while you're eating at a restaurant. Stupid. <laughs> so it's one-tenth what they feared, and they still fe- – so there are state after state after state. Washington, D.C., not a state, but nevertheless, in Washington, D.C., that's an example of one of many places in the U.S. where the numbers all indicate – have indicated for months that the state is clearly at the phase justifying reopening. The numbers clearly indicate from what they said at the beginning, we need to reach such and such. Well, they've reached it, and now they keep changing it. Now it's not hospitalizations anymore. Now it's quote-unquote cases. And as we'll talk about, the way, the way the testing is being done, even the New York Times had to say, maybe your coronavirus test shouldn't have been positive. Even the New York Times was reduced mm-hmm. to admitting yeah, this. Yep, I remember you pointing that out. All right, so I just wanted to play a quick snippet. So it goes on for about three minutes. It goes for an entire hour, but I just wanted to right. redirect he's it. He's very for people. good. Yeah, yeah, he's very good. He's very smart, very articulate. And I was going to tell you too. You know, I work for one of the biggest hospital systems in Sioux Falls, and they prepared us. We got the PPE, we got the ventilators. We were totally ready for this massive influx of COVID positive patients. Nada, nope. nothing. In fact, um, our competitor had to lay off a bunch of work- workers because they weren't treating people for the normal things that they treat them for. They were just so prepared for this influx of COVID patients that a whole bunch of people went untreated. They're not allowed to treat them because we are only, we're focusing our attention on COVID. So they had to lay off a bunch of workers. And then mm. when, I was home, when I was home for, to Minneapolis over, I think it was Easter, I was waiting in line um, to at a checkout and I was talking to a gal who works at um, an an elderly care facility. And she said, there's an entire wing that is empty. All the beds are empty because they have no workers because they had to lay off a bunch of people. So not only do we not have COVID positive patients, but we're short staffed because we can't afford to keep them on. Yeah. So it's absolutely not what they're telling you. Mm. Well, you know, the, if, if people dive into this, I think he hits on something very important in this. I mean, number one, he goes through all the lie, every single lie that we've been lied to from the beginning. And he does it in such a way that he breaks it down so uh, it's easy to understand a lot of these mm-hmm. complicated uh, terms and information that's, that, that make people's eyes gloss over. Uh, he really breaks down how we've been lied to from the beginning. That's established. But also right. he kind of brings this up that I think is very important. And he says, you're taking away people's happiness. There right. are selfish people. And he says, I don't understand how an older person is upset that that for younger people that they should be uh, limiting this and they should be limiting that. Um, he said, it's the most selfish thing you could do is take away somebody's happiness, right. take away a kid's happiness. So we're going to take away all the things that we experienced as kid, mm-hmm. high school graduation, yes. college graduation, yes, uh, being, being involved in sports in, in, in high school and, and doing the thing. Yeah. Prom exactly. And all doing all those things that you, you, you remember that were just big moments in your life. Mm-hmm. And we're going to strip that away um, for this, for, for all, for all these reasons. And it's the most selfish thing people can do, um, to young people, to kids. And he kind of touched upon this and he said, you're taking away people's happiness. And he was talking about how vital it is for people to be happy in a society, in a free society. And that reminds me of the declaration of independence, life, liberty, and the pursuit pursuit of happiness. Right. And I, and I never really, I never really thought of the pursuit of happiness, you know, deeply at all, you know, going to school. Okay. Pursuit of happiness. What is that? What is that exactly? Does that right. mean? Now I totally understand what, right. uh, how important the pursuit of happiness is. It's not a selfish thing. No. It's, it's a, it's a means of it's being, vital. right. Being a part of, of people's lives, doing things, mm-hmm. going out, seeing people, enjoying yourself. It makes um, life worth living. And the pursuit yeah. of happiness means we're, you're not guaranteed happiness, but right. you have right to pursue it. You have the right to do the things that make you happy. Right. And they're taking away the, and the things that make me so angry, Laura. And I am so glad that this, this fat fool deleted me from his little friends list. And that is, that is this country music reporter, Jimmy Carter, who is a, who is a, he has, he is gutless 
and he's he's he was on my Facebook friends, and he's always on radio stations, and he's he's in Nashville, and he does all this stuff. But I just I just I I, I he deleted me because I just wouldn't put up with his garbage. Every time there's a concert, every time there's people out there enjoying themselves, he's in on there. Oh look at this is terrible. They, they keep on doing this. This virus is never going to end. Then they're not You're wearing a bunch masks. Of super not, spreaders. Yes, yeah, stupidity. It's stupidity, and I've and I'm just done with it. it I'm totally done with is. these people. Right. Um, I hear you. We're all done with it. I think people yeah. have just had enough. It's it's done. And and Trump keeps saying that the solution can't be worse than the problem. Right. Right. So yes, you're dealing with the pandemic. So let's lock people up. Let's make them wear masks. Let's make them social distance. But in the meantime, people aren't being treated for cancer. They're not being treated for tuberculosis. There's so many things that are going untreated because we're hyper-focused on COVID, which has a 99.99999 or whatever it is, percent survival rate. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's right. ridiculous. Like, wh- where's the logic of people anymore? Like, people have lost all logic. Mm-hmm. Well, the good news is, and, you know, getting back to COVID here, and this is all timely. So good old Dr. Fauci decided to get on 60 Minutes, and everybody predicted what it was going to be. Oh, he Sour grapes. His sour grapes that the White House is not giving him um, a center stage anymore, and they're giving Scott Atlas that center stage. Right, Scott Atlas, Scott Atlas is getting out there and pushing back on the CDC. Scott Atlas is getting out there and pushing back on all the crap that Fauci has shoveled out here in the last six months. And he and, and Fauci's coming unglued with this. And he's also he was also trashing the president on 60 Minutes about well, you know, the president doesn't want to wear a mask because he sees it as weakness, which it is. Okay, and uh, you know, da 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 da, and going on and on and on. It's about also all hard to money. breathe and hard to talk. So some yeah. of us like to do those things. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So he goes on and on about this, and now Trump is fighting back. Trump's Twitter timeline has gone off the rails. He's he's mentioned this here. He's going to probably mention this more. Good. Scott Atlas. Scott Atlas got his uh, Twitter account. Um, I believe his one of his tweets um, deleted from Twitter, and it was all basically laying out. Everything about, you know, masks don't work, like what we've been saying for a long, right. long time. They don't. And also and also citing, you know, some of the top epidemiologists in the world. The right. media the media keeps saying, Well, Scott Atlas is really not an expert. Well, Fauci's not an epidemiologist, nor is Deborah Burks. Um, so you know, that that argument is bunk. Okay? But they are deep state. So, yeah, yeah, so they exactly. got that going for them. Right. Ab- ab- absolutely. So that's what's happening here. So I predict that, number one, Fauci's either going to resign before the election or after the election, Trump is going to fire him. And I, I think I think a lot of people are predicting that and, and that needs to happen. And that argument needs to be made. And, and all these people coming out of the woodwork, you can just tell it's political. All of a sudden, the, the mask for them comes off and you see for what they really are. Mm-hmm. They don't believe in science. They know it's garbage. It's just propaganda that they're Absolutely. spewing. And they're yep. losing it that the truth is being exposed. You expose the truth yep. uh, on liars and they come undone. They get right. angry. They get, right. they get crazy. Which and case in point, every time a reporter asks Biden about his connection to his son and the crimes that his son's being accused of, he goes ballistic. Yeah. He just yeah. gets so angry. And why would you need to get angry if you didn't do anything wrong? Well, you know, there's a skill that Trump has, and it's a skill that has been needed to take place for a long, long time. And Republicans for years have played this game where we don't want to upset the media. We don't want the, we don't want the media unnecessarily going after us, which is ridiculous because they're going to go after you anyway, no matter what mm-hmm. you do. Um, and, and we don't want to provoke anybody when we don't, you know, if this, if George W. Bush, if this was George W. Bush's campaign right here with the stuff that Biden was doing, they would just ignore it. They would talk about uh, a grandiose bunch of nothing, um, and they wouldn't expose any nope. of this. But the fact is that Trump continues to poke at the bear. He continues to poke at the media. He continues to poke at the left. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, um, they show their real colors. He calls them on their bluff every single time. He's right. the guy at the blackjack table that's saying, hit me, hit me, hit me, he, he, hit me. He keeps, he keeps them on the defensive. He's on the offense. And that's the best place to be because yes. all of a sudden what happens is that, you know, the, the facade of the left comes off. Their mask comes off and you see them for who they really are. Radical. Um, they Deceitful. are 
dangerous, mm-hmm. okay? Um, communistic, treasonous. extreme, yes. treasonous, you know, hate America. You really see how they truly, truly they hate America. They really do hate us and hate our country. Yep, and that is completely 100% exposed. And that's why Trump's going to win huge. And, and, you know, I've been, I don't know uh, I've been about you, but I've been following a lot of different media besides what's on television, uh, even Fox News. And there's just so much information out there showing that Trump's going to win this uh, much bigger than we ever thought he would. Well, and that's the thing is I, and I pray about this. I pray about it every day that he wins in such a blowout, in such a landslide that it can't be contested. There's nothing yeah. that Biden can do. Because it can't be by a little bit. It has to be by a massive margin so that there's no chance. There's absolutely no chance this is going to end up in the courts, end up in litigation. It's just so clear. It's so such a blowout. What are you hoping is achieved Thursday night at this debate? I really want to see, I really want to see Trump um, hold Biden accountable for the new scandal that's come out, the new corruption and how exactly he's connected. Cause obviously he knew about it. We found we that's, that's been proven. He knew about it. And to what extent was he involved and how much money has he made? Has he lined his pockets with? I want Trump to just keep, like you said, keep poking him, keep pushing him until he just loses it. And you know, he's going to. Right. And then right. I, and I would really like Trump to step back a little bit and let, Biden bury himself. Let yes. him walk, let him step in his own grave because because Trump kept kept interrupting him where I think he might have said a lot more damning things if Trump had just let him run, let him mm-hmm. run his mouth. Cuz he's a liar. He's a pathological liar and he's it, at some point it's it's going to come out. Here's the interesting thing about debates. Every debate going back to Ronald Reagan, the first debate for the president is always rough. Reagan's first debate for re-election with Mondale was rough. He came back. The second one was a complete blowout. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was obvious Reagan won that thing. Even with, even with Obama, Obama's debate with Romney was rough. Second one, Romney buried himself. Third one, Romney buried himself. And, and Obama, Obama triumphed. You mean that Mormon guy? The, the Mormon guy. <laughs> <laughs> that one yeah. Mormon guy? The, the magic you, underwear guy. You know they have the magic <laughs> underwear, Rachel, don't you? I'm not kidding, Laura. You have to wear special <gasps> underwear for a couple of days as a Mormon. Oh, what? Yeah, you didn't know that? Oh, yeah. Now, if there's, any, if there's any Mormons in this group, I'm sorry, but, you know, it's true. But, yeah, they have this. Yeah, they have this. You got to look it up. Magic Google. underwear? Yeah, no, we'll just Google Google Magic Mormon. underwear. Just Google Mormon underwear, and hopefully you won't, you won't find anything that's X-rated, but I think... <laughs> No, thank you. No, you won't. You're not going to find it, Laura. Now you're on on my list of things to do tonight. That is not. That is not even the top ten. Listen, hey, listen, Laura. Mm -hmm. You want this podcast to succeed? Of course, I do. Google Mormon underwear. (laughs) Wait, that's going to make or break the podcast. That's going to educate you. That's going to educate you to understand who Romney is. It's going to give you. Am I the only person that has never heard of this before? Oh no, it's been around. It's been around. Yeah. All right. They don't like okay. talking about it, but they, there's a ritual they have to put on the magic underwear. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. if, if this crime scheme with the Biden family wasn't bad enough, three really smart economists, and I don't know if you saw this or not, but they came out with a new study of what Bidenomics, Bidenomics will look like. And they yeah. wrote this in the Wall Street Journal. And they talked about that th- this is the impact to every single household, basically middle America, how it's going to impact your budget, your wallet. You will be making, if, if he's elected, and we pray that he's not, but if he is, if Biden is elected president, that means $6,500 less mm. in household income by 2030. I mean, that's practically, that's half my mortgage payment yeah. for the year. Yeah, that's, that's huge. That's significant. That's huge. Yeah, that's a, that's a big, that's a big uh, cut in pay for sure. Yeah, but you know, yeah, I got to understand too is that, you know, people assume, or they're the Democrats are hoping that people assume that Biden's the moderate, that Biden's going to hold the Democrat Party in check, and yeah, yeah, they're far left, but at the same time, that's why he's talking about fracking now because he's not that crazy, and you know, they're talking about packing the courts, but you know, Biden, good old 
good old Uncle Joe is not going to do that. Good old pathological liar Joe is going right. to say whatever people need to hear in exactly. whatever Exactly. And he's going to, and he is the puppet of the left. And if that hasn't proven by now, I don't know what is. Absolutely. And yeah. now they've got so much stuff on him, so much fodder for blackmail Yeah. that he's, he's, he's totally ripe for extortion. And he's an absolutely... Dan Bongino nailed it when he said he's an he's an absolute national security threat. So no, there's no middle ground. He's going to do whatever the radicals ask him to do. And getting back to the debate for Thursday, I think Trump is more confident than he was in the first one. I think Trump is going to probably handle Biden just like he did Savannah Guthrie, which I thought was awesome. He was strong. He didn't let her get away with anything. Yep. But at the same time, he did it in such a way that while he was strong, while he was letting Trump be Trump, which it needs to happen, um, you don't want him to be somebody else. But at the same time, he did it in such a way that he was likable. He was a happy warrior. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to see against Joe Biden. And I think yes. that is going to happen yes. because I think the first debate was one of these things where, you, you know, there, you know, it was a lot of people that felt that, you know, this this whole, uh, you know, we're not sure about these polls, if they're right or not. We're not sure, sure where he's standing with everything. Um, and, you know, we're not sure how this is going to go. And there was a lot of uncertainty. I think Trump right now is in the strongest position he's ever been all year. Mm-hmm. And he's coming from a position of strength and he's going to use it. And Biden, boy, if Biden isn't from a, in a position of weakness, I don't know what is. He, with all this stuff coming out, he doesn't have the media to protect him anymore. They're not going to come and save him. They can't save him. Well, what can they do there. if there's too much evidence against him? And, yeah. and I wanted to point this out, and you've probably heard it too, but they were hoping that the um, kind of the ace in hole, the hole for the Democrats would be the whole mail-in voting and being able to m- maneuver that to their advantage. But they're finding that there's equally equal amount of Republicans who are sending in mail-in ballots as Democrats, but where we're going to absolutely surpass them and triumph is the in-person voting. Cause we're not afraid. We're not the ones that are locked right. up in our homes. We're not the right. ones paralyzed by fear. So you're going to see just massive, like blocks long lines to, to go vote on election day. In addition to the fact that we're neck and neck with the mail-in voting. And the great thing is, is that nobody's surprised by the hijinks of the Democrats. And so their plan is exposed. So that means their plan is not going to work. And here's the other thing, too, about it. I found this very, very interesting is that, you know, the news likes to report certain things because they're not giving you the full history of how elections work and, and, and trends in elections. Usually what happens with especially with early voting, the people that vote uh, as far as a majority that vote early vote are Democrats. They always right. have. Right. And Republicans have always have been less. And so what the media does, oh, it looks like it's going to could be a very strong Democratic. Right. Well, there's all these early voting. Well, they've done that always. But and, they can't and, say that this time around because right. it's neck and neck. That's they right. They were counting the, on that. Yes, that's They were the counting on the Democrats being up by the time Election Day hit. And they can't say that because it's neck and neck. Because just as many Republicans are doing the mail-in balloting, too. In addition, we're also going to show up at the polls on Election Day because we're not paralyzed by fear. We're not locked in our houses. And we'll probably be there without masks. Son. <laughs> there we go. And, and the other thing is, too, is there's a lot of talk and they're not going to let this go by. These mail-in ballots versus versus legitimate absentee ballots. OK, mm-hmm. these mail-in ballots with no address, with no name on it, with they're going to be scrutinized and they're going to be thrown out. But they're going to be thrown out. This is my hope and prayer, though, is that Trump has such an advantage, such a huge blowout that that doesn't even matter. Right. And I think that's going to happen. Yeah. I think it's going to happen because, you know, especially with where we're at now. And I think this is, this is going to be bigger than 2016. Look where he's at. He is in Nevada. Right. right? He's in Nevada. That means that state is in play. Michigan is in play. A lot of people were dismissing Michigan for a while. A lot of people were dismissing Pennsylvania. There are some people that are speculating, well, Trump will probably win Pennsylvania, but they will, they will, uh, the, the Democrats m- will have a mail-in ballot thing. But here's the, other, here's the other equation that is not mentioned enough. There is absolute undeniable anger and hatred for these governors, for Whitmer mm-hmm. in Michigan 
and Wolford, Pennsylvania, there is just apps. People are done with these shutdowns. Right. People Why are do you done think, with these games. Right. Why do you think they're in such panic mode? Why do you think she puts yep. 8645 in the background of her Sunday morning interview? Right. Because she sees what's happening in her state. They hate her. Yep. They hate her and they're probably going to vote for Trump. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so if Absolutely. you can't beat them, kill them. Is that, is that the yeah. new motto? Yep. That sounds like it is. It sounds like it is. Yeah, so so as soon as you send me the audio, then I will um, I will upload it to Anchor, and then from there it goes out to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and there's a there's a few others. But um, yeah, definitely subscribe to our podcast, and you can hear these every week. And it doesn't matter whether what Facebook is doing. I'm done running my mouth, uh, Laura. Okay, and we're gonna try this new time slot Mondays at yep. eight Eastern and seven Central. Sounds good. Okay, sounds, like sounds great. Thanks All right. for joining us. Thank you.